This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Are you thinking about getting into Dungeons and Dragons? Maybe you're looking to expand your horizons as a DM or a player. If that's the case, then it's time for you to check out The Dungeon Cast, the best D&D podcast out there that helps you passively learn all about the game just by listening. Join co-hosts Will and Brian as they break down the lore of a rich multiverse 50 years in the making in a lighthearted and beginner-friendly way. They cover everything from character creation options to tips for dungeon masters. There's something for everyone, no matter how long you've been playing TTRPGs. Find The Dungeon Cast anywhere you get podcasts or on YouTube. Hi, this is Stephanie Megan. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. 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 There's a beer, honey. Yeah. All right. How is you? I'm great, honestly. Yeah. I saw a TikTok earlier that said that your manifestations are coming if you feel, um, if you've been seeing angel Are you on numbers. spiritual TikTok, too? I am very a part of <laughs> spiritual talk, okay? Um, and it was like, if you feel this sense of calm, like, you know, things are good, and you're just like happy. And I definitely, before I came to LA, I felt like there was a shift taking place. Yeah. And I've came here and the synchronicities have been insane. So I'm just in a really good spot and I'm excited. I don't know what I'm excited about, but I'm ex- just, life is feeling, yeah. it's feeling good, you know? I'm proud of you. Thank you. That's amazing. Especially when there were days where I, I didn't think. Honestly, days where I was like, I don't know, if, I don't know how I'm gonna get through this. I don't know how I'm gonna go on. I don't know, and to be here, you know, today's my anniversary from leaving my nine to five, <gasps> one year anniversary. Are you serious? That was already a year. Yep. Shut the fuck up. This time last year, last Friday. Hell yeah. And to be here right now in the present is so crazy to me. Like, God said He would provide, and He's provided. Even times where I didn't think. I didn't know how I was going to make it. Yeah. He's made it happen, and it's just been so I'm blessed. Blessed. I, You know, I always say I'm blessed, but, like, to be here to today is very significant because it's like, damn, I didn't. Because you, you've been through some shit. And you yeah, yeah. I didn't didn't know, didn't think, girl, months ago. Oh, my God. Ooh. Yeah, that's Ooh. me every day <laughs> lately. Especially. Did not know how it was going to yeah. go on, and, and the thing is just trusting the process. Yeah. And that's the hardest part. And it's such a cliche thing to say, but People it's People say it like it's so easy and it's not. It's not. It's not easy. No. So. <laughs> no. Especially when you're, when days are up and down. So I'm happy yeah. and honoring the present is something that I was having a hard time doing. I was so looking forward to the future, looking, looking forward, looking forward. Um, but right now it feels really good to like be here and, and really just take this time like, yo, this is. This is, it's a blessing to be able to travel. Yeah. To come home, you know, because a lot of people can't do that. So I'm just, I'm just blessed to be here. We love to see it. Yeah. Well, anyway, bitch, I love that, like, those 
positive affirmations, the not affirmations, but the just the gratitude. Advice. Yeah, the yeah. gratitude for your life. That's always important to have. Yes. Um, even when you feel like your life isn't all together, but just to take a moment is, you know, so yeah. That's when you need it the most because you don't want to wait till you get there. Exactly. You want you want to thank them on the way, on the way down the hall. You feel yeah. me? <laughs> okay. Yeah. But we're here today because guess the fuck what, bitch? Wait, I didn't even introduce it. Hi guys, it's me Stephanie Megan, your host of Brooklyn Therapy. And guess the fuck what? Sixella Fears is a motherfucking house, bitch. Oh, hey, y'all. Anyways, bitch, this is your first Q&A. Yeah, I'm excited. And we got a bunch of questions. So I didn't even, like, usually I pick out, like, okay, what's my favorite? But I feel like I really want to try to get through all of them as much as we can. And I'm just going to, like, read them now without, because I didn't really review it earlier. Um, So just do it on the spot. Love it. I love it. Wait, so when you do the question, do you, is it just, like, random or they know that it's, like, Q&A with me? Yeah, I just said, like, we're doing a Q&A with six. So they know oh, it's you. Oh, love, I love that. So I said, recording tomorrow, Six Fellow Fears. Yeah. Yeah, questions. Come on, quiz. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I want to know. I did on, on Stephanie Megan and Robo Therapy. So there's two. Love there's that. One. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's start from the beginning. So first question mm. is, how do you deal with self-esteem and body image? Mm. Um, I'm still struggling with that. Low-key, I kind of had a breakdown the other day because mm-hmm. I was like, I am the bot. <laughs> like, Because also, I'm like, a, okay, the bot means F-A-T in mm. Tagalog. And my boyfriend was like, okay, don't talk to yourself like that. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I had to like... Tell me, be nicer to myself. Yeah, um, but it's it's been a it's been a struggle for me mm-hmm. lately, and I'm gonna be completely honest. Even though I do work out like three times a week, mm-hmm. it's um, I'm just not losing weight. <laughs> yeah, so I figure it out. Figure out what diets, you know, whatever. <sighs> I for <sighs> me, the thing is, it's not about weight. It's really not about weight. Um, I think that being grateful for, well, for me, I think that being grateful for where I'm at, knowing that my, knowing that my present, my present self is carrying me to my next self. And I think that like, if, if you think about yourself in a way that's like, okay, you give yourself grace, you know, my cat's playing with her toy. (laughs) So if you hear that, just please disregard. Um, Yeah, I think you need to give yourself grace because I actually saw something. So I gained weight in quarantine. As we all did. I've that's. And for me, my weight goes up and down quite a bit. But that was the most I think that was probably my my heaviest where Mm. like I. Yeah, I didn't because I had gained weight at my nine to five because I'm sitting all day. Right. Um. And because before that, I'm looking at pictures, I'm like, oh, baby, you was a slim ting, okay? (laughs) Um, But also, like, my eating habits and stuff like that. But I think giving yourself grace is really, really important. But I saw something something on, I think it was some on Instagram, and it was saying, like, you have to be kind with yourself, especially through a thing like a pandemic, because you are coping. You are literally, you are literally trying to get yourself through and a lot of us don't have the luxury that is so true because yeah i've been i feel like a lot of my eating is just like emotional uh, emotional and also just because i'm bored 
And it's just trying to get through it. Yeah. And the thing is, it won't, the way you're feeling in this present moment, stop it. Sorry. The way you're feeling <laughs> okay, right now. I'm also kind of drunk too, so I feel like I'm a little silly. <laughs> the way you're feeling right now won't be how you feel always you know and and things your body is ever changing so just allowing yourself grace is the best way to self-esteem something that i used to do is mirror work um i need to get better you're always you've been doing that well because when i was when i was a 19 one of my friends asked me why i didn't love myself yeah and i was like yo like, like, how do you know that I've never said that? Like, how do you know that? So it, it, it was a, it was a mission of mine to go in like fall in love. And the way you do that is you get comfortable with every part of you. I love every part of me. You can't tell me shit about every part of me. Like even right now, like my eczema is flaring up. Like, whoo, my skin is not as good as it was pre pandemic. <laughs> She, she, she going she go in. in. She's going in, y'all. <laughs> but yeah, like my skin's not the same as it was. But the thing is, I know that the, I, I can get back there. You know, I can yeah. get back to where I want to be. But then also, a lot of my friends are have had either had babies, have gained weight, have done a lot of things. For me, I've always been a bigger girl. So it's easier for me. I'm This is how I'm supposed to be. Um, and one thing that I'm, that I'm realizing and noticing is you are not met as women – you are not meant to stay the same. Your nine-year-old so body is not going to be able to carry Girl, your 27-year-old Have you self. seen my 14-year-old body? Girl. She looked like a grown woman who was, like, slim but has some Same. Thick. I'm, like, jealous of my 14-year-old self. But don't do that. I know. That's your 14-year-old self. Like, my friend. She was, like. My friend just grew funny. a baby, right? Yeah. And she was, like, I can't wait to get back to my pre my my pre baby body that is so that's sick right that why are you you're a mother now embrace your new right embrace the time embrace the time embrace because if you keep on wanting to go back you're never going to be okay with where you are right now so honor your your now that was good and know that, that it's good. carrying you yeah you are you nothing happens to you by chance the weight is is for a reason yeah you need to Nay, actually, my sister, she gained a lot of weight, relationship weight. And she told me, but before she didn't even realize she had body dysmorphia prior to that. Oh, really? And her gaining weight changed her view of herself. She's like, I love myself more than I ever did. I love that. Yeah. And now she's losing weight and she feels different. You yeah. know, she, but her idea was she's wasn't, not doing it just to be skinny because like, okay, yeah, you could like try to be skinny, but are you ever going to be happy even when you're skinny? Because you're going to have that body dysmorphia. Exactly. So just loving yourself in the now and in the process. Yes. I know all those things. Yes. Six, but I am still working on it. And this you have is, to look at yourself. I, you yeah. have to look at yourself. I just like have all these stretch marks okay. on my stomach and okay. I never was there before. Okay. See, there you go. It was never there before. Your body's new now. I know, but stretch marks are you. We don't love them, but they are what they are. That yeah. just means they're just an indication that you were smaller and now you're bigger. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Society wants you to believe that every, every like everyone does. The way you are is how God intended. Next question. <laughs> 
Broco Therapy is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what would you do? Would you go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I mentioned before that I went back to therapy and that was the best decision I've ever made because every time I leave a session, I do feel like I just got so much off my chest. I've been suffering with so much anxiety because I feel like sometimes I don't have time. I don't have time to get all this stuff done or I feel like I'm not worthy of doing a good job of the things that I have to do. And I know that stems from a lot of ADHD. So talking to my therapist, she really gives me the space to just vent and have those emotions and she validates that and gives me the tool sets to be able to continue my day and to give me that confidence to remind myself that like I got this. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash BrokeGirl today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash BrokeGirl. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I'm so, people are like, oh my God, you're so confident to me. Like, you're so confident. Like, how are you? You know, like, I'm confident with, like, my hair. Yeah. I'm confident and the thing, with. The thing is, you make, up, you make up for what you feel is your lack. You know, right. I used to be like, like, I don't, I used to be like, oh, I don't want to be big. So then I was like, okay, I'm gonna dress big. I'm gonna be a big bomb bitch. Right. Yeah. And I'm a big bomb. A lo- <laughs> yeah. I'm a big bomb bitch. And that's all there is. You know, you figure out what, where you can compensate for your life to make yourself feel better. And don't, right. don't even dwell on the other things. I think really find an area to focus on and don't dwell. For me, I want to have popping ass skin, popping ass hair, and a popping ass outfit. There you go. Then I could go ahead and have those things. Have them, and then all the other stuff is irrelevant. All the negative shit is irrelevant because I know I stepped into the world. I know as a bad it just bitch. gets hard because I'm also a bridesmaid for my friend's wedding, and you I. You don't think she? You don't. She don't. You don't think she knows? She, she knows that you're thick. You I don't mean, think she knows that? She knows that. Okay. So she asked your thick ass to be a bridesmaid. <laughs> Come as you are. Come as you are. Period. That's that's true. But I just I I bought a bridesmaid's dress and I just don't look good in those flowy fucking chiffon. Well, then ask her to find something. No, that I'm gonna fits wear your... a suit. I'm gonna wear a suit. Okay. She was like, she was like, I don't care what you wear as long as you feel comfortable. Just stick with this color. So I'm like, all right, bitch. I'm gonna wear a suit. That's another thing. Find so things that are good. suitable for you. Right. You know that fit it's just you. Hard. I just wish I could put anything on and everything would look good on me. It, life, life is not fair. You got to find what works. <sighs> okay, next question. <laughs> this is an ongoing battle with myself, so stay tuned every episode because <laughs> I'm working this out with myself. Yeah, it's a journey. Uh, next question is sneaky links with an X. What is sneaky links? No. Wait, what is the question? It just says sneaky links with, with an X. 
You it, shouldn't be sneaky. Why just just go like if you're gonna fuck your wax, fuck your wax. Why does it have to be sneaky? When it's sneaky, that's when that means it's shady. So when it's shady, don't yeah. fucking do it. Yeah, no, no sneaky links. That just doesn't even that sound. That sounds immature. That sounds immature. That <laughs> it sounds, sounds like it, it, the fact that you had to use sneaky means you shouldn't do it. Yeah, if you because that fuck means them, just that means them. there's a third party that's being lied to and disrespected. Yeah, is what I'm assuming. Yeah, and uh, we don't do that. I mean, I've done it. Oh yeah, I, I don't do that. But like, look how that not, turned out. I've he done got it back too. with the ex girlfriend. I've done it. And too, now they're getting and married. Not, not not willingly. It's not cool. It's just, yeah. No, it's not don't cool. Do it. Don't do it. Just don't. It's There's a reason you guys are apart. Is an ex for a reason. Yeah. What's one thing you wish you had told your 22-year-old self about sex? Mm. <sighs> um, Feel comfortable with a person in order to come. Mm. I think that a lot of times I had sex for men versus having sex for myself. I don't think I really knew what it looked like to have sex for myself. Mm -hmm. And I think what I really needed was the comfort. um, And also going back to just being comfortable with myself in general, there was a lot of self-work I needed to do. Mm -hmm. But I also was dealing with men that I honestly, when it come down to the core of it, I wasn't really all the way comfortable with them. Mm -hmm. Therefore, they shouldn't have had. So I was just like, right. I was just fucking just because like I wanted them to like me, which is not. Don't do that. Yeah. What's the question again? (sighs) What would you tell your 22 year old self self about about sex? sex? Fuck the cliches. Keep your own condoms. Wait, what? Fuck the cliches. Keep your own condoms. Oh, like have your own condoms. Mm -hmm. Why do you say that? Because for me, I didn't carry condoms. And sometimes it was, I didn't use condoms. Yeah. So fuck the cliches. Keep your, keep your own yeah, condoms. Yeah, I think that's the point. I never bought my own condoms. Actually, no. I've nev- had, no, 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 no. Yeah, I've like I've never that. bought that's my enough. own condoms. and I, I had gift. I had people gifted me condoms. Yeah. Before, so I was just, but. we. I mean, we had like a jar in our house, but I never used those. But like, you know, you know what kind of niggas you fucking get some magnums. <laughs> You never know, though. And I, if for me, it was always a, like when we when I was 22, it was like, oh, she a hoe. I was a hoe anyway. Grab this motherfucking condom, put it on. Right. I was a hoe anyway. Being like a responsible hoe. Yeah, be you know a responsible I mean? like, hoe. If you're going to be a hoe, be smart about it. Yeah. Like embrace your hoeness. Be smart about it. Keep your own fucking condoms. That part. Really? That's all you would tell yourself? Even how about like sexual wise? Like, do you think that you could have done better or? No, nah, I think I did my you, shit. You, you were fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I, think, <laughs> you delivered. I, think, I think I did my shit. And I like 22 year old, 22 year old me had lots of fun. The only thing like really that sticks out is you should have had your own condoms. Oh, wow. OK. Yeah. Like especially because guys are always at my house. We always fucked at my house. Also, fuck at niggas. Fuck at their house. <laughs> Why? Because some of the dudes, sh- you shouldn't have been fucking at your house because they didn't have a house. And that was one of your standards. Have standards while you fucking. Yeah. Have standards. Even if you're a hoe, yourself. have standards. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I wish my 22-year-old self could hear this. Oh, my. Ugh. My 22-year-old self would love this show because, like, I didn't have really anyone to talk to about sex. Mm. And it was, like, very taboo because I, li- you know, grew up in a very 
Catholic household. And I feel like I was kind of like low key surrounded by people who weren't that hoish. Mm. And I was. <laughs> so it was like kind of. I was surrounded by people who were like in relate. Most of my friends were like in relationships, but here's me being single and making out with every dude at a bar. Oh yeah. So I think that there was a point where I was like uncomfortable with my sexuality, Mm. you know, like how I wanted to just explore and do all those things. I think I kind of low key shamed myself. So I think one of those things I would tell my 22 year old self is that it's okay to be a horny bitch mm-hmm. and, and act on, on that and act on it. And yeah. also like, yeah, going back to self love, like love yourself. And these guys don't care about your gut because quite frankly, at 22, I was a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Oh, I probably would just say that too. Shit. Don't there were I did there was moments where take I held, your top off, girl. <laughs> where I held back, don't yeah. hold back, right? Go all in. Yeah, don't hold back. Don't feel ashamed. Also, don't like, be afraid to tell to tell a dude what you like. That part. Don't be afraid. And honestly, you know, also though, because I was also someone who didn't really know what I liked. Yeah. See, so I, knew. I think even. <laughs> Bitch, but you've been masturbating since like 13 years old. Yeah, since I was like 12. I wasn't really, because again, what it was very taboo. Wasn't comfortable with my sexuality. Mm-hmm. So I think just being open of just being like wanting to explore, not shaming myself for wanting to explore. Yeah. I think would have changed the game. For sure. Yeah. Wow. I would have told a lot of things to my 22 year old self. All right. How has your view on sex changed? Um, has it changed for you? Definitely. I hmm. You go first. Let me think about. Yeah, I think for me, um, I think it's still kind of the same. I think that I was lost for a minute on what again going back to being young and naive and not really loving myself, but. At the end of the day, when I first started having sex, it was with um, it was in high school. My high school boyfriend that I was with for five years. Even before him, I was like, "Oh, I want to lose my virginity to someone I love." Mm-hmm. Like that was always a goal for that was really important to me at like thirteen years old. I was like, "I gotta like lose it to someone I really love," mm-hmm. and I did, and I'm very grateful for that. And then after we broke up, I definitely went through all these different phases of like, maybe I should be a hoe. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should be celibate. Maybe I, whatever. Like I was just exploring everything. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm in a relationship and we have a lot of sex. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I realized that I'm still that same girl that loves having sex with someone I love. Yeah. So I think that like, in the midst of it, maybe I was lost of what sex meant to me. Mm. But at the end of the day, who I really was was someone who's like, I want to share that experience with someone I love. Mm. So, what was the question again? Um, I have my answer. Your but different I wanna... view on sex. Wait, what? Uh, how has your view on sex changed? Oh, um, I want. I'm not into ca- the casual sex anymore. I want you to like because that's how you started off was casual. Yeah, sex and now I'm, I'm not into casual. I want you to like if we fucking. I want you to stay a while. Ooh, <laughs> stay for a minute. You know, like I want to. I want the. I want. I want to like experience lazy love. Where before it would be like, yeah, let me get mine. You can leave. Right. You know. Now yeah. I want to like 
I want to like lay around with someone whereas before I was like I did that wasn't a priority for me yeah so that's yeah that's how it's changed because it was always a rule with like friends with benefits and hookups right it's like you don't hang around each other like, like well that. I did because I was friends like I became friends with a lot of the guys that I was yeah but, but that's different versus being like cutesy and laying around exactly and having, having that pillow talk yeah you know like I mean? we would do like friendship pillow talk like it'd be like i'm literally like i'm laying with my homie like but that's the, like and, like yeah and i want to i want to like talk about deep shit after sex like talk about your traumas yeah talk about the traumas you yeah guys. okay um is there anything you refuse to try in the bedroom um I don't want to get peed on. I know that that's like. I agree with you. I don't really. I'm not into that. I don't want to. Don't pee on me. Yeah. Don't pee on me. I'm not down for that. Um. But I mean, I'm down for like toys and. Oh, for sure. Dressing up. And it's just I got to be in the right mood because I what I've realized. Also, another thing I maybe I realized about sex with me now that I'm in a relationship is like before like being single. I was like, damn, when I get a man, we fucking all the time girl <laughs> i mean we still have a good amount of sex but i'd be tired oh for sure i'd be like eh, no, we um, fucked the other day what did you mean <laughs> like what did i do today <laughs> tired <laughs> no before like i used to like oh, man the flexibility is crazy right now it's like oh, just hit it from the side right like, it's like oh. yeah it's a lot my, of work. My limbs don't work the same. Yeah. They, they, well, my you back can hurts just jack now. off. I'll go like my <laughs> shower or something. <laughs> oh my gosh. But no, I mean, yeah. So I don't, know, I don't think there's anything that I'm like hardcore know about when it comes to like the pee thing is big. The pee thing is like, it's not, nothing about that sounds sexy to me. But and, yeah, I don't know. I'm opening up to the idea of anal. I was like, no, Girl, I'm down for anal. I, I like to get my ass fingered. I like to get my ass eight. Yeah. That's who has eaten your ass? When was that? The first time I was like, twin. remember, uh, remember love? No. Oh my God. So, so fucking. Funny. He probably, he probably is like, his name was love. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not even a code name. Yeah. <laughs> Is he following you on Instagram? No. I was going to say. He's so kind of popping. He's kind of popping right now. So. Oh, wait. Yeah. Is it that? Yeah. Okay. You did show me that guy. Fine. And he look, he looks like Frank Ocean. Yeah. 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 Them eyes. Yeah. Dem- <laughs> I would fuck Frank Ocean. Uh, oh, my God. I had a dream that Frank Ocean got someone pregnant. Was that real? That was a dream. That was a dream. Frank that's Ocean. such a random dream. That's a random dream to have, but I just had that memory that in my dream, Frank Ocean uh, got someone pregnant. I was like, oh my God, he's like bisexual. I guess. He's fucking women still. Anyways, whatever. Um, are you excited for summer 2021? Do you think it'd be different because of COVID? You've been in Atlanta, so shit's been open for you. Oh, I'm I'm very excited about summer 2021. Um, I'm so excited. I... I think number one is because I don't know what to what I don't know what, but I, I hope hopefully concerts will be available. Yeah, I could see that happening. 
I I heard that like Atlanta in the summer. I have a friend in Atlanta now that like she knows all. The, she's from Atlanta, okay. so she knows all the all the popping shit. Right. So I'm excited to get out and like mingle and meet people and be wearing barely nothing. Hey, you know. Um, I would love love to be in a relationship, but we'll see. Yeah. Um. Can we talk about Hinge profiles and meeting up with an with an online for the first time? Hmm. Um, I'm not on Hinge anymore. I'm on Hinge. And so your profile, I think it should be a well-rounded, you know, I actually just helped my friend the other day create her profile. I think it should be a well-rounded representation of you. Yeah. Um, It's definitely marketing for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like my friend, she's very good, like with skincare and stuff. Um. So I was like, girl, you need to put like a, a no no makeup look because that's your shit and your right. skin looks amazing. Um, I think just showing all sides of you. Like for me, there was one point where mine was just very like polished and I'm not, I'm not, I am, I am polished, but I'm not all the way polished. So my first photo is how my friends see me and it's me like, me like with my tongue out like, eh. yeah, <laughs> guys love it. Ooh, they, that they, then they go down and yeah. they see that I'm like more polished, more, you know, like yeah. they see all the sides of me. And then my questions on there are very like, I get real, like show up as yourself and don't be afraid to show all sides of yourself, I would say. Yeah. And for meeting someone the first time, just make sure that it's in an, in, like one thing I tell guys is I don't, I don't do intimate settings before the first date. That way you don't feel pigeonholed to anything. If anyone acts weird towards that, you didn't need to you didn't need to be dating them anyway. Exactly. Yeah. That's what that's advice for that. I sucked at dating when I was going through dates on him. I I love it because I feel it, like it was fun, but like I got through I went through some shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I FaceTime. I try to FaceTime guys before I go meet meet up with them because on text they can give you a vibe, but then in real life they can not give you oh, a vibe. Oh yeah, no, that's the thing. You like to FaceTime your dates. FaceTiming is important. Like the the dude I um, like yeah, a FaceTime or a phone call before the date just so that you don't like for me, a Go face, some, yeah. FaceTime is important because you actually get to see them. Yeah. A phone call, I've been fucked up by phone calls, which is why I'm... Oh, really? Yes. There was one guy... You his, got catfished? Yes. His phone, his voice sounded so fucking sexy, and then I met him, and he had beady eyes. Beady eyes? What that mean? It was like... Oh, my God. He looked, And on all his... I didn't even realize on all his pictures, he had sunglasses. Aww. But his voice was sexy. He had a southern ass voice, and I was just like, Ooh. "Well, maybe he had a good like personality." No, no, he's kind of weird. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, next question: What are you guys turned on by, and what are you guys turned off by? Ooh. I'm turned on by a man who is willing to accept his emotions and knows how to, you know, navigate through them. Mm-hmm. Just so that he doesn't actively impulse on emotions, therefore give anger or say things they don't mean. Mm. That's sexy to me. If we're talking physical, girl, what? <laughs> What's finished? I don't know. Just I'm letting you go because I mine is I already got mine. What's yours? Well, my turn ons are intellect. Um if you're like a geek about something and you share that with me. I love me, that, yeah. I love that. 
physically tall, I've, tall, dark, and handsome. Like I'm not super particular on physical because I'm just like I've been with super fine dudes who just like lack personality that just wasn't cute. Like for me, it's just like just look, just put yourself together. You mm. know what I mean? And then. But, like, I care more about who you are as a person and your traumas and how you navigate your through your traumas is what is going to, you know, and the confidence. I would say humor, personality, intellect yeah. are turn-ons because if you're not that cute um, and but you make me laugh, you become, like, fine. Yeah, any, every funny dude is fine as fuck. Fine. Like, there's, ugh. I'm saying, like, men don't have to be attractive. Yeah. <laughs> like, I will they say. They can just have a good-ass personality and some money, and they could. <laughs> to, to a certain extent. Yeah. Because for me, like, in, in my, I've tried to date dudes that I didn't find attractive, even if they had good personalities, and it hasn't worked for me. Um, so there has to be an attractive factor to you, you know, if. Yeah, you can, you, you have to be somewhat, somewhat attractive. Yeah. Yeah, I and I I prefer them to be um, that this might be contradictory, but whatever. I prefer them to be more on the fit side. Um, you do actually. Yeah, I like them to be more fit, and I feel like it it like motivates me. I do like a chunky dude. I I do sometimes, but it's yeah. I'm I'm a bit more picky when it comes to my guys. I don't like I don't like skinny dudes because I I just feel like I'm just larger than them. I don't like feeling larger. They need to be skinny and tall. For, well, you know, yeah, yeah, skinny and skinny and tall because I'm like mid-sized. I'm completely mid-sized. I, I didn't know that mid-sized was a thing. Like <laughs> not plus-sized, but mid-sized. Yeah. Like regular size, mid-sized, then plus-sized. Like I'm mid-sized. I'm mid-sized too. Yeah. We're like mid-sized yeah. and I'm a good height. So me next How to a tall. tall are you? I'm 5'5". Five five. Okay, I'm 5'3". Next to a tall guy, like... I, it balances well. Like when I was with my ex yesterday, I was like, "Oh, love being next to him because he's literally a whole foot taller than me. Makes me yeah. feel little." Height never really mattered to me. Ooh, <laughs> I love height. I wear heels all the time. Like I, I do too, but I don't know. Like my ex boyfriend from high school wasn't that tall, but I still loved him. Yeah, and I was taller than him in heels. Yeah, I haven't done that. Yeah. You, I feel like you gotta be cool as fuck to be short, right. and for me to be like, that's the thing. That's why it's so important. Like, if you just have like such a good heart and a personality, like I'm just like I'm I'm just I'm just sold. Yeah, you know. And it's like one of those things like where you know when you know. And I hate I used to hate that like that cliche quote. It's like, oh, you know when you know when you meet someone. But like, yeah. that's how I felt with like Chris, Chris, because like I just. It's like, I knew it. You know what I mean? Like, it just didn't matter if he was white, black, Mexican, Mm -hmm. short, tall. The connection was there. Yeah, it was just kind of like, yeah, you just can't fight it, you know? Yeah, well, I'm not there yet, guys. (laughs) He's still got to be fine and tall (laughs) in my book. The next question is actually from one of my friends, and she's moving to Atlanta. And she's like, how can we convince Steph to move to ATL? And then she... to be honest, we can't because the only bait that we could have done is that there's that there's niggas. Um, <laughs> but but she's in a relationship. Um, and you you've slowed down a lot, so it's not like 
if you were to move out there, I would say that's where you want to settle down because the homes are for a great price and right. you get a lot more bang for your buck. Um, but I don't think that you're in that place right now. So no, it yeah. wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't make sense. No. If you were, if this was stuff pre-Morgan, pre-pandemic. Yeah, this would oh, be perfect. Oh, come on. Come on. Perfect. But right now yeah. you're like, you know, you're nesting. Yeah. 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 Aww. Uh, what's the dating scene like in ATL? Ooh, the dating scene is robust. Robust. What yes. does robust mean? It means that it's full, full flavored. There's so many different types of guys. Like, what does it compare to LA? Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. No cap, which means like no bullshit, you know? Obviously there's bullshit, but like... I I feel like Southern dudes, number one, their standard is different. Yeah. Like if I go on a date in Atlanta, I'm not second guessing if I'm gonna have to pay. That's kind of rule of thumb. Like Southern right. dudes are built, they're built different. This the hospitality is different. The guys are sweeter, they're nicer. Um, I feel like there there's not yeah there's not that fakeness that you get out here. You know, like dating yeah. is so hard out here. I don't, I don't think it's as, a lot of dudes I've met are like, I want to get in a relationship. They, mm-hmm. they're on the app, they're on hinge to get in a relationship. And everyone on hinge here is like, just trying to make connections. Yeah. They're trying to network with you to see who, you know, like they're trying to do too much out here. Right. Out there. I feel like I really have a chance at like meeting someone that I could actually get in a relationship. with. I could see you with like a Southern dude. Oh my God. I love that for me. Yeah. And a lot of New York dudes. You would have to submit a little bit more, though, because they want a little bit more. Well, yeah, that's what I'm working on. Yeah, we were working on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Past episode, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm working on um, that. She, she also asked, did she like Morgan, LOL? Morgan always didn't sit well with me because he didn't want to meet me. Yeah. He never wanted to, like. You never want to and, any- and you told me that he made that comment about coming you to. Being, you being too bougie. Yeah. When I'm bougie, but don't let the bougie fool you. She, yeah, he was just like, you know, like, she, like she hangs out, like, in the crowd of, like, the, the bougie, like. And that's the thing. He, she said, he, like, he yeah. pulled that out his ass because how do you know that? Right. Where would like, you get that from? I was like, from? actually, you would actually, pr- like, if you were in your fucking head about shit, y'all would probably kick it and have exactly. a good time. Exactly. But he was obviously. <laughs> it's okay. I don't even Fuck feel that, that way about him anymore. I'm like, what a what a time in my life. Um. Your boyfriend liking girl's picture, wearing bathing suit or half naked, but not your pictures. I think she's asking, like, how do we feel about your boyfriend liking another girl's picture? That shit don't bother me. Right? 
That don't bother me. That shit's weird to me. I think I've always thought that that whole dynamic, like you going through your boyfriend's likes and you going and seeing who he, I just think that that shit's weird as fuck. So even when you were dating someone, you saw them liking another girl's photo. You never felt a type of way. No. Yeah. I only felt that way when I was insecure in the relationship. Like with Morgan, I felt a type of way when he would like girls' photos. Mm -hmm. But with Chris now, like I don't feel like, I don't feel any, I I legit don't give a fuck. Because I know that it's like, because honestly, like, just because you're in a relationship don't mean you're blind. You know, that like, is the part that fucks me up. <laughs> like it just, I'm it just, looking at her ass. Like he looking at her ass. Right. And like, honestly, I'm not to this. It's crazy. Cause I used to think, and I think I've said this in an episode before. And it was not that long ago where I said that I would never do a threesome with my boyfriend just because I would be like jealous or territorial. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm so secure <laughs> in my relationship that I'm like, yo, like, I want to hook up with a chick. Like, mm, let's do it together. Like, let's do it together, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, and like I would actually, like, I know this sounds crazy to a lot of people, but, like, it kind of turns me on, like, if I ever saw him fuck another girl in front of me. Mm, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I know that sounds crazy, and everyone's probably like, what the fuck? But, like, and the old me would have been like, no. hell fucking no. Again, I'm, but, not, I'm not there yet. <laughs> But I don't know, like, like me and him are having conversations and I'm just kind of like, yo, I'd be turned on if I saw like another chick, like if we were all like, obviously in like doing some, some play. Yeah. But like, if you did it by my back, that's different. Cause that's just like deceiving and lying and going obviously backstabbing. But if we were all having fun and I like saw him like finding joy from another woman, like I, I, I wouldn't care. I would think it was really sexy. Yeah, I don't I'm not there yet. Um, but I do think that in well, for me, I'm really a I'm I'm a really big person on like mind over matter. So I don't pay attention. I'm not going to go and like like I'm also not the person that's like looking to see if a dude is watching my stories. That's I don't look I through, do that. I don't look not anymore cuz I don't know my words to look at it. But before I used to be like, no, did you watch not, my story? I'm not looking through that. I'm not looking through likes. I'm not doing all that. A lot of the times I don't even follow the guys that I'm dealing with. Um and that's just because then shit gets weird and like right. it's just like when you when you go seeking you will find. I'm not seeking anything. If you're with me, there is a certain level of like trust until you break it. Like, you know, right. I'm, I'm, that's just how I am. Um, and I just feel like I have so much confidence in myself that if you're going outside of me to get anything, then that's a different problem. Right. I don't think that if a guy's going to cheat on you, he's going to cheat on you. Him liking someone's photo exactly is not going to be the indicator of if he's going to cheat. Nine out of ten, he's like he's liking girls' photos. It. What is Instagram for? For the likes. Okay. You want him to only have like like race cars and fucking foodie videos, right? Exactly. It just doesn't make sense. Who cares if he sees another woman? Is like she's that's life. That's life. But it's also like it's more about what he does about it. So if he's someone that's obviously grimy and would cheat on you. That's why you're probably insecure because yeah. that's why I was insecure about Morgan's because I knew that security. I knew that he was capable of like fucking a girl that he liked on Instagram. Yeah. You know, like I knew that he was capable of shady shit. My boyfriend now, I don't 
don't think that he's capable. I just, I just, I feel like he's really invested and loyal. Yeah, you know. And also, even if he wasn't, I'm, I'm just at a point where I, I'm secure with myself enough that I'm like. If you do that, that's a problem you have with yourself. I'm gone. That, that's how I feel. I'm gone. That's it has not my nothing problem. to do with I, me. I don't have that time is, to stress about it. Yeah, that's not my problem at all. Yeah. I'm the same way. Yes. So. Okay, well, next question. My allergies. <laughs> I think it is my cat. Yeah. Okay, so next question. Mm-hmm. Showering with someone you are dating. Love it. Love it, right? And I'm not into, like, fucking in the shower, but I think it'd be nice to like wash each other, get I want each it other's all. like you know bodies. I want it all. Shit. Yeah, yeah. You. Have you ever had shower sex? Mm-hmm. Ooh, my ex. <laughs> Which one? The one that I was with last night. Oh shit! Yeah. Y'all shower together? Mm-hmm. I used to have a really big tub when I lived downtown. Yeah. So it was perfect. Prop my so like, oh, did he like wash you? Yeah. I love that. I think that's a really cute, intimate thing. For me, it 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 depends on my hair. <laughs> so it really depends on my hair. So if I, um, we did, because I think a moment I had, like, taken my weave out and I, my hair was natural, so, like, I could get my hair wet. And. Aw. Yeah. You got your hair wet? Yeah. That's cute. It was, we were very passionate lovers, so it was really, like, uh, yeah. And like washing each other. And I feel like I might have showered with someone else, but I don't remember. But I know for sure I showered with him. Yeah. Each time I've done it, I didn't really feel that intimate. But I feel like if I did it now, it'd probably be intimate. Also, your shower has to be ideal. <laughs> it's not fucking fun if the shower is little. I'm yeah. not, I'm no, it's not my my tub used to be huge, which is why I've done it. Yeah. Like even if we we could like we could probably like lay down and fuck in the shower. It was that big. Oh sheesh. Yeah. I don't remember your shower. It was fucking that that was a tub. <laughs> I had a deep tub, you know? Okay. How do you how do you tell a guy you're interested in him in a school setting? Girl, we haven't been in school. <laughs> Even when, even when we were in school, there was no man. There was no man. Okay, in a school setting. Well, it depends. Are you in high school? Are you middle school? Like, where? Yeah. What, what, what school? Um, I know. I haven't been in school since fucking 2009. Okay, so we're going to say, we're going to we're gonna <laughs> pose this as if you were in college, right? And if you have a class with him. I feel like this. Let's, let's lurk her. I yeah. Like she's in high school. Sorry, we're going to lurk you. <laughs> Oh, Layla, she's cute. Wait, she looks like high school, college, maybe. Yeah, she's definitely not middle school. Yeah, high school, college is what it's giving. She's cute, Layla. You cute girl. Yes, honey. Okay. Oh, that picture's pretty. That's a beautiful. Yeah. Oh, come on, honey. We like her. Yeah. <laughs> we double tapped on your photo, by the way. Oh, okay. So she's like high school, college. Okay. Um, oh, I'm bad at this because when I was in high school, I didn't get no play. Um, but if I were to go back, I think what I would do is talk. Just talk. Talk to that person. Yeah, if you're in I class mean, with them, like yeah. just talk to them, become friends with them, and then I think becoming Especially friends. High school boys, they don't know what the. Yeah, I think try to, like, catch the vibe by becoming friends with them. And then um, you can usually tell from from there. Yeah. I think think that 
Yeah. I used to friend zone myself in high school, but now that I, now in hindsight, I realized that I just played the friend role too hard. Right. You kind of like have to like see, you know, you be cool like, with them <laughs> and then just kind of like, you know, flirt a little bit, be cool and then flirt. Play footsies. Remember footsies? I never did that. I did. I was a flirty bitch. I can see that. Yeah, I definitely like I feel like I was pretty straightforward on who I liked. Like, I think I may always made it pretty known. How, though? Um, My friends would know. And, and like, your friends I, would. Some of my guy friends would tell the guy for me. Yeah, to, like that's immature shit. Like, but I just feel like even, you know, even, I just feel like I don't know. I just. Which I think, so I've had a couple boyfriends in high school and even middle school, I had hella boyfriends. I just, I honestly, I was very vocal about who I liked. So you would just and go up to them and be like, hey, I like you? It would just be, you know, like I, I would just talk to them. Like going back to what you said, like I would just talk to them and like would flirt and just be, um, I wouldn't try to be just like a friend for them. I would just. I don't know. There's like, there's a different way. Like I would, I, I don't know. I feel like I kind of like look at them a certain way. Like there's a difference. Cause there were the guys where like, they were just simply a homie, but then there was guys where I liked them and you would treat them a little differently. So treat them a little bit differently. Yeah. Like, I think that like, how would, it's, okay. it's so long ago. I'm 30 years old now. So I'm like, what the fuck did I do? If you were in college, how would you do it? In college, it was actually harder for me. Mm. I think that like I had, more self-esteem then and was because maybe because I was maybe more naive Mm. but I think after my breakup and that was when I was like 20 years old so that's around college time Mm -hmm. I actually felt really insecure because 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 he dumped me Mm. so I didn't feel like I was worthy Mm. of love or like for guys to like me and I think it was also the time of like the Instagram era so I just I don't know that I feel like you see other really pretty chicks and there's like competition. I think that I was more in my head. Yeah. Um, I think just shoot your shot. But yeah, you, but you can't but, go wrong with shooting. But your if shot. I would tell myself at that time where I was really like super insecure was to just like at the end of the day, it's not that big of a deal. Just shoot your shot. Yeah, just shoot your shot. And I think as I got older, I realized that and like would legit be like, hey, if you're like. If we're free, I'm going to the Virgil tonight. Like, you should come meet me. You yeah, know? like, I think it depends on the setting, like, inviting them out to a, invite them out to a casual group, Get together, yeah. group setting so it's not too intimidating, and then fill it out from there. Right. I think that that's the perfect way to do it. Oh. No matter what the setting is, no matter if you're high school or, or college, invite them out somewhere. Right. And don't put too much pressure on it and just see how they respond. If they act weird and you'll know if it's homie vibes or if he likes you, you'll know. I, it's, yeah, you'll pay, know. Because pay I, attention I, to I it. I feel like it's, yeah, pay attention to it. I feel like it just, sorry, my ass was really <laughs> Like, I just feel like it's just, it's just something that you just, you kind of just feel and you kind of let happen. I don't know. Maybe if I've always just was very intuitive with that or something. I don't mm. know. Like I always just, I was a flirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. I was a flirt. So shoot your shot, invite them out, feel the vibes and then go from there. Yeah. I need my inhaler. Hold on. Okay. Next question. What were your first young love stories? Oh, have you ever been in love? I was in love. With who? Um, I didn't love twice. The first one was like puppy love. He was my first kiss. 
Aww. And this was the the summer before, the summer after sixth grade going into seventh grade. His name was Derek Coleman. And what's crazy, I was actually a trifling story because my best friend liked him. Oh, and I was no. like, girl, he's not even cute. Like, what the fuck? But, but then he met me and, like, liked me and would, like, like he, like, went out of his way to, like, be around me all the time. Aww. And then we ended up becoming friends. And then remember the last day of um, summer school, um, my my friend, she was like, Derek, come on, let's take a picture. And he was like, no. And I was like, Derek, come on, let's take a picture. And then he came and take a, took a picture. I actually have to find that picture of me and him. Aww. I was wearing, like, this J-Lo velour jacket with, like, these white shorts. <laughs> so little, early 2000s. Little, little thotty, you feel me? <laughs> um, And then he actually, we were waiting in front of the school, and he, like, um, he was walking away, and then he saw me, and he told his friends to wait. Aww. And he was, like, hold up and came and, like, kissed me in front of everybody. Shut up. Yes. And I was like, oh, my God. Was that your first kiss? Yeah. And then the next day, um, (laughs) it was like the last, it was like the last day of this. Well, so that was the day before the last day of school. Then the last day of school, he had, um, we, we were, we were somewhere. And then he was like, he was like, come here. And my friend, she was like, come on, we have to go. And I was like, wait, girl, I'll be right there. How old are you? Uh, Right before seventh grade, so like, Aww. like eleven or twelve. That's such a vulnerable age, right? And then so he pulls me into this little like dark. It was the eighth grade bathroom. He pulls me to the eighth grade bathroom, and we're like making out. And girl, I'm like, now I was fucking horny. Now I know what horny feels like. I was like, oh my god. He was like, you ready? And I was like, ready for what? He was like, nah, you ain't ready. <laughs> And then, so we, I didn't have a phone back then. So like, I just was dreaming about him all of the fucking, the whole summer until school started, school starts. We still have our little rendezvous. We never, it was kind of like, he was like scared to like actually be with me. Um, and cause I remember one of my friends, he was like, he was like, Oh, you kissed Alexis. Like what the fuck? And I was just like, you're ugly and your, and your nose runs. So don't even talk about me. You know, my nose runs all the time. (laughs) And then so I'm we like, would, I'm that guy. <laughs> we used to meet up after school when school started. We used to meet up after school to make out in the seventh grade bathroom. Oh my god! You, do you ever have like minimum days when like in the, in junior high or high school? I feel like we didn't have that many in high school. We definitely had minimum days. Not, so in L, like not elementary in junior high, we had a bunch of minimum days. Every minimum day, I was so excited because like me and my Brad, me and my Brad, me and my boyfriend at the time, <laughs> my Brad, I'm kind of drunk. <laughs> would fucking make out and dry hump and we would go back to his house it was so good i remember he was actually the first person to give me an orgasm and it was through dry humping what and i was wearing red plaid sweats and like a white tank red plaid sweats that's so mean girls of you <laughs> regina wore red plaid sweats and a white tank so i had to wear yeah red plaid and that's sweats. what i wore and I, that's when i first time i orgasm oh my gosh it was yeah yeah, that was my puppy. Love. He was also the first like black guy. <laughs> Come on, Brad. Yeah, half half black, half white, Brad. When oh, Brad. I one time ran into him at a sushi place. I saw him at a sushi place, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I like didn't say anything. I like rushed to the restroom. Sheesh. But he was he was great. Mm. Shout out to Brad. Okay, Brad. But yeah, no, that's 
So that was your first love? You would consider that your first love. Okay, now my, that was like my first puppy love. Okay, okay. My first like love. Oh, shit. This story is, I sound trifling telling these stories. That's fine. So, no, this sounds bad, but whatever. So, <laughs> yeah, this sounds terrible. So my best friend, well, I don't even know how we met. We met him on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. My best friend. Wait. Is this the love of the motorcycle? No. No. Is this? Okay. I, you know about this one. I've told you about this. Okay, okay. <laughs> My best friend was rebounding with this guy, and we all became friends. Okay. And so he was talking to my best friend. And in him, that's why it's trifling. Wait, is that the one that messaged me saying, hey, big head? Yes. <laughs> Fucking Zachary. Fuck Zachary because he followed me and like was like, hey, big head. And it's trying to flirt. And then like, and then it just, and then he stopped. He like unfollowed me. And I was like, fuck you. Zach. You loved I, him? Yeah. He's trifling. He's so trifling. Why is he trying to hit up all your friends? That, and I told him that. I was like, Zachary, you need to stop doing this. <laughs> Zachary. <laughs> so he was like dating my best friend and he became he he had started calling me like his best friend and i was like why do we need to be he was like we need to be besties he because was weird. He was yeah weird. he was he like was we weird. need to he be besties weird. because you you and her and like so we we would text every day i think he planned it for it to be this trifling little web because it yeah turned it's in, almost like he wanted the attention from all of you guys he did and because he threw in a different there was a, there was a, the story is a, when we had, we need to have a story time about this because it was a, it was a hot mess. I remember I cried when I, I like, I, who's the first boy I ever cried over? Like I, my heart hurt when we Aww. like stopped talking, like, oh my God, like, but he also left me really confused because I remember him telling me, he's like, I feel like I picked the wrong girl. Like I was talking to her, but I should have been talking to you. He's like, we, we're so compatible on everything. You make me want to leave the one <laughs> Got a, a new, new relationship, relationship with you. This is what you do. Uh, oh my. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> fucking Zachary. That's yeah. it? Yeah. Ugh. Well, I, I don't want to get into that story because then it's going to just make me feel like. Uh, I've been in love three times, but I guess my younger one. I, I've said it so many times in the show. I've been in like a five-year relationship um kevin shout out i've been trying to get him on the show but he like refuses even his friends are like yo you need to go on Steph's show but he like refuses that would be he'll come around no i every year since i've had this show i've asked him and like this last time i was like okay maybe i could really convince him and i like came up with this really good draft and even my friends were like yeah that sounds really good he might even be able to do it i sent in all he said was eh doesn't really sound like my thing but good luck though <laughs> i was like yes Aww. But, um, no, but he was definitely my first love. I've had just, like, I mean, I think that I've always had, like, crushes or, like, infatuations. But with him, it was, like, the first time that I was, like, oh, my God, this is, like, intense, mm. <laughs> you know? And um, and it was just, but it was always so young and so naive and, you know. And it was, like, it was such a crucial time in my life because when we first started dating, my parents were still together and in the midst of that, my parents were divorcing. So there's just there was a lot of just like trauma at that time and growing pains, of course. It yeah, was, we were like 15 up to 20 years old. Oh shit. So yeah, so it was like really trying years. So um, yeah, and like it, and honestly, that relationship did fuck me up for a little bit because I was like, like I said earlier, I didn't feel like I was worthy of love. Mm. So I just was like, well, if I had like 
this amazing dude who didn't want me that I'm not worthy of it, which is, I should have been to therapy back then. Yeah. Quite honestly, I should have gone to therapy because I didn't know how to process my feelings. And I also think because I was a young, I was like the first person out of all my friends that has ever been through such a big breakup like that, that there was no one around me to relate. Mm. So there was no one around me to validate my feelings or give me the advice and the direction to go. You yeah. know, because no one ever at 20 years old, like no one had such a serious relationship like I had with Kevin. So they were always just kind of like they didn't get it. Yeah, they didn't get it. So I don't think I had the right people to relate. And that's why I think that probably low key why I have this show is because I didn't have that. Yeah, you created you know, your own there was, space. Yeah. So love that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I only have two loves and. There's someone I cared deeply for, yeah. which is which is my ex, and we are still. feel like he might be the one, but we'll see. Only time could tell. Only time can tell. Okay. He's, yeah. We have time for one more. So let's see if there's a good one. Um, my boyfriend still follows his ex on social media. Is it wrong to ask him to unfollow her? Yes. <laughs> I agree. I don't. Think, I think it's wrong. I don't think that it that goes back to security. Goes back to if the you, other question about like you girls feel, photos. Yeah. yeah, if you feel like he is could be DMing her, you feel like it's not over. Then that's something that you guys need to address. Not even worrying about the app because it's not the app. It's girl. him. Again, going back to my situation with Morgan too, I was really insecure about his girlfriend. Why? Because you knew. Because I knew deep down. Look what happened. I'm not saying that's going to happen to you. I just think that maybe there is a part of you that maybe is not getting the full explanation or closure with that relationship with them. So there's probably something that you're feeling really insecure about with the relationship. So I would try to have a conversation Mm -hmm. with your man. And if he really doesn't want to have that conversation, red motherfucking flag. Yeah. And if he gaslights you and makes you think like you're fucking crazy for feeling that way red motherfucking flag because you have every right to feel the way that you feel you just need him to validate and, and reassure to reassure you reassure you because obviously he's probably not reassuring you yeah oh that's like hit something yeah no that was exactly what i went through yeah no yeah. that's facts i think that you have to um i think that sometimes as women we don't for the sake of nagging we don't right. want to say how we feel but Nah, say how you feel, mean what you say, and if 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 it's a negative, you know, hit, a man that loves you should only want to diffuse and reassure you that your problems are not that they're small, but that they're that they're wrong and can provide facts. You feel me? Right, and he needs to hold himself accountable. Yeah. And like if he's truly mature enough to process like, okay, I'm not making my woman feel confident or secure in this what can i do to do that and that's where you kind of come together to realize like okay if each if both of you could hold yourself accountable Mm -hmm. you know so if he holds himself accountable and tries to like understand and listen and do better you got a good one but if he doesn't and gaslights you it makes you feel like you're crazy for thinking that then Something you may need to. Yeah. You might want to like talk to your friends, reevaluate something. Well, have a bigger conversation of like, is this why? Why are you trying to make me feel guilty for? Yeah. So. 
Just saying, girl. Mm-hmm. We all we all have our instincts. That's the thing as women. Woo! We have just like these trust this your intu- intuition. This intuition that's fucking crazy and listen to that shit mm-hmm. and embrace it because it's there for a fucking reason. The more so you embrace it, the more um the more it'll be able to guide you. Exactly. So yeah. listen to that shit. You're not crazy for feeling that way. No. If you've uh, had that feeling, it's probably for a reason. Exactly. And maybe, you know, I'm not going to point it out to him. Maybe there is something that you, I don't know the situation completely. Maybe there's something within yourself that you need to work on as well, too. Mm-hmm. So just as he is supposed to be accountable, you're also supposed to be accountable for your shit as well. Yeah. So just have that conversation and um, wish you the best of luck. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, you got a date. We are over the time. <laughs> you got to go. Okay. Do you want to plug yourself? Um, SixElephants.com has everything you need. Down below. Um, yeah, it's going to be in the, li- the link in the description or whatever. Um, yeah, that's about it. Check out my new website, y'all, because I did a damn good job. And if y'all need some help, you can um, get my services through there. Period, poo. <laughs> And then follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to BocoTherapy.com. All that shit is there. Buy the merch if you want to contribute to the growth of this podcast. I would love you forever. If not, that's fine. Just listen and keep spreading the word. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.